Sup, bitches. Sup, bitches. <laughs> Sup to my main bitch, Julie. Yes. Oh, I love it. I, I told you earlier, I got so excited because one of my coworkers and I were talking about Vanderpump Rules. And then I mentioned the podcast. I was like, oh, I'm going to record a podcast with my friend later and we're going to talk about it. And uh, she's like, oh, what's your podcast? And I always feel a little shy when I say it, especially if I'm in a work environment or something. I'm like, it's called resting bitch face. Because <laughs> yeah. people always laugh. Like they love it. Like people yeah. love the name, but it feels weird to say out loud. So she's like, oh, I've heard of that before. And so I got so excited. I felt like Kim Kardashian in that moment. <laughs> That's so funny. Whenever I, know. whenever I like, I hate telling people. It depends on the person for me about telling people that I have a podcast. Yeah. Because if I feel like they're going to look it up and listen to it, and I don't want them to, then I, then I just, it makes you nervous. I do everything I can to not mention it. And you're um, like, what did I say? Did I say something bad? Did I talk shit about my job? Oh, (laughs) oh my God. I know. Cause I just talk shit about people without even like thinking about it sometimes. But I always say, oh, it's just about like reality TV. And then when they're like, oh, well, like what reality shows? I'm like, uh, all the trashy uh, ones. (laughs) Have you ever heard of a little show called Jersey Shore? Anyway. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And you know what? Um, Amanda was saying in the group chat the other day, saying something about how she she feels like she has to give this disclaimer when she tells people that she has a podcast that like, oh, I did it before it was cool. Don't worry. And I actually make a living off of it. And (laughs) yeah, it's so funny that we feel like we have to explain ourselves because it feels like everyone has a podcast now. And a lot of people shouldn't. Some mm-hmm. people may think that I should not be a podcaster, but I disagree. Um, but a lot of people shouldn't have a podcast, and it kind of gives a lot of other people a bad rep. Honestly, yeah. though, we should be proud of it because it takes a lot of work. It's extremely time-consuming. And to uh, keep it going and stay with it for so long, I feel like is an accomplishment within its own, because I feel like so many people, like even celebrities who have the means to like hire somebody to edit for them and help them with it and stuff, they'll start it. And then they realize how much time actually goes into it. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, Oh, fuck this. So, Oh, we should be proud of ourselves. We should. Yeah. And, And you know what? I've been doing this podcast for, over two years now, well, consistently since you came on board at the end of last year. And I meant to tell you also that our downloads have gone up like by 150% since you came. Yeah. (laughs) I have a goal. I definitely have a number goal that I want us to hit by the end of the year that we can talk about later. But um, yeah, it's, I mean, just because having a partner is so much easier because you can be consistent and you plan and you have to make it work with schedules and you don't want to be the one that cancels and you know so it really holds you accountable so we've definitely seen the growth in that which is exciting totally I you know I do I do so many solo episodes every week on short story and Um, well, a lot of it is just taking notes and doing impressions of people and talking shit about them. So it it makes it kind of easy. But at the same time, you have to be in a specific type of mood to like, want to do a stupid impression of somebody or like make Mm -hmm. fun of somebody, you know what I mean? So 
this is definitely a lot easier for me. So yeah, well, I did one episode by myself and I did not like it. It was so weird. I felt like I just rushed through everything because I didn't yeah. have anyone to like go back and forth with. And I was like, this is not for me. But then there's some people like you and Jody and Amanda and all of you guys and Carling. And I mean, you guys are so talented that you can totally hold a show on your own and, and it's natural for you. For me, I'm like, not for me. I'm not that kind of person, I guess. But, I just get really high and start talking. So it's not, well, that works too. I feel like really if I was out. doing a podcast that was just almost like a journal type of podcast where I'm just talking about my day and the things that happened, I could do that. But when I had a plan of what I was going to talk about, I just felt like hit this bullet point, this one, this one, this one, this one. And I just like rushed through it and I was done in like 20 minutes and it was really weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely not for me. I do want to talk about, so when we were saying things about impressions that reminded me of Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom and all of her amazing impressions, which reminded me of all the drama that just came out about Ryan Edwards and what he did to his house with Mackenzie. Holy literal shit. Yeah, I sent you guys the video in our group chat and I knew he did that. Like I read Mm-hmm. I've been reading on and off you know there's been so much with him this past yeah. year and so I kind of knew it was happening but to actually see that body cam footage and in the yeah. video the cop says to the other cop like oh watch there's feces here like it, it oh, I didn't even hear that part so, yeah Ryan like he shit all over the house he like painted horse slut all these things all over the wall like the thing that devastates me more than anything he broke all of his kids toys like that's That's it's you're not just messing with one person which is horrible enough but those are your kids and you know that you definitely know that like Bentley seen that video you know what I mean it's just so devastating uh fuck Ryan Edwards seriously he's a fucking I know he's an addict he's still a fucking loser piece of shit and he also needs to stop driving while high because that's that's fucking ridiculous there is no need for you to drive when you're that fucked up like call yourself an uber well i mean addiction is selfish addiction makes you only care about getting your fix and you and yourself and nothing else um it's it's really sick and i did read last week you know on all these these gossip blogs about you know reality show they were talking about it they were saying that he wrote on the walls and that there was feces and that he broke things and destroyed things and and so reading it like you said it's one thing but to see the video and the walk through the entire house and it's not a small house the entire house was destroyed from ceiling to floor you can't and even describe it to people like you literally no, you just have dude we'll he put it on our instagram the fridge he broke every single dish, like literally every single. Th- I don't know how you can even like clean that up. Like you honestly just have to yeah. burn the fucking house down at this point. It's we will not put it. Funny, we will but... put it on our Instagram. I'll do like a little picture before, like a warning photo, and then you like can swipe and watch the yeah. video. Um, it is incredibly disturbing and it's sick. And the craziest thing about it is, 
the amount of time it must have taken him to destroy this house. This is not like you went in and you got pissed off and you put a hole in the wall or you ripped the TV off the wall and threw some clothes around or something. Yeah, it's not. This is on another level. This is something that probably took eight hours to do. And to be in that mindset for that period of time is terrifying. It is so scary. And There's... while nobody's a big fan of Mackenzie, nobody deserves this no. kind of treatment. It's scary. Yeah, it's it's wild because when she married him after her letting him drive to their wedding high, I was like, that bitch deserves anything that comes to her. Like, she's a fucking idiot. She knew what she was getting herself into. And even I will say, like, nobody in the world deserves that. Like, that is fucking terrible. Well, and, and as we know from just information that you will learn throughout life of what it's like to be in a relationship with an abusive person or an addict, maybe she didn't have a choice at that point. Like maybe she was afraid he would hurt himself or, you know, we just, we don't know the backstory, but or this video her. has absolutely given us as a sneak peek into what's been going on behind closed doors. I worked with this girl years and years and years ago and one time she came home from work and her boyfriend had cut up all of her clothes and I thought that was bad but yeah. this is like fucked like he he destroyed everything she owned so it's really sick and very scary I, I can't imagine what was happening you know behind closed doors and they they arrested him did they arrest him for the destruction of property or for violating the order of protection or was it both because I, I know it, that they also I think it was both I think it was both like I think he had okay. a warrant for the order of protection okay. I I don't want to say for sure I don't I'm not following close enough like where I know like details and timelines but I will say to anybody like the Ashley reality roundup go to her she mm -hmm. has everything teen mom so she's the number one source for teen mom yeah she is the number one source for Team Mom. She's the number one girl in the group. The, the number um, one. Nobody um, else is above her because some no. people have retired recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have like tons of gossip and I'm shit so that I want to talk about. Like, let's, where do you do where it. do you want to start? Whatever you start from the top. Okay. You said you've been making a list this week, so I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna pick something. Okay, so I told you through text the other day that I wanted to tell you about this rumor about my boy Josh Allen quarterback yes. of the Buffalo Bills so he was in a long 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 term relationship with the same girl they weren't technically married but they had been together since they were like seven years old or something like grew up Jeez. together in a small town high school sweethearts she moved to Buffalo with him everything and Recently, she had deleted all of her pictures with him off of her Instagram and unfollowed him. And it's weird because all she like her life is him like go bills goes to every single game, like always with him, everything wow. spend the whole off season together, everything. So it was just like, OK. And then a blind item came out and apparently he got a bartender in Buffalo pregnant <gasps> and the bill season did not end very well josh allen was not himself he was not playing like himself and it's very very possible that all of this is true 
yesterday the Bills came back to Buffalo to do off-season workouts and Josh Allen did media and he sat down at the media table. His hair is so grown out. He looks like shit, which normally he's like the cutest fucking guy ever. Like you always comment on my posts of him walking in the building like, holy shit, he's hot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. And then when he was saying something, he said, like, I've never been more focused on football in my life. And then right after he said that, there was a female reporter who was like, why do you say that now is the time that you've been <laughs> like, you could tell, like, trying to get something out of him. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, he's so fucking media trained that he knows how to spin it around so that he can just talk about the actual game of football and not answer the questions. But mm-hmm. I just thought that was some insane tea. Um, and if it's true, he's a fucking idiot because he has one of the highest contracts in the NFL. Like the amount of money this mother, he's, he's almost worth like $300 million. Like (gasps) he's worth a lot of fucking money. And, and I just got to say though, I will say he's an idiot if it's true. And I will say though, good for the bartender (laughs) because I, I would not pop a baby out for anybody. And even I would keep it if I got pregnant by January 17. So. <laughs> oh my God. I wish we were doing video on this right now. We would like clip that and put it everywhere. <laughs> um, And then just other like whatever news about the bills. Damar Hamlin also did media and he's officially cleared to play again. He's Amazing. planning to make a comeback. And he did um confirm that I'm gonna get the name of the thing wrong but basically what happened to him is what everyone thought happened to him where like you know you have to get hit like in a certain spot in your chest and then like your heart stops like a minute later or something like oh that God, like that's so crazy is I, I don't know what the fuck it's called I'm not even gonna try to butcher the, the name of it but so that's why he like stood up and then he felt like and then fell down it's wild so it's you know, however many months ago when you and when that happened, that was like in January. In I January. Think. And um and you and I were talking about it and it's it's just incredible to see his recovery and that makes me happy. I cannot believe that within three months, like you died in January. Oh yeah. And in within three months you're back on the field, like the the amount of resilience, holy shit. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, that's, you know, I'm just going to use this as another testament to say that this is why we have to take care of ourselves, because obviously he's Mm. like super young and he's an athlete, like he's in immaculate condition. But um, it's important because you never know when something fucked up like that's going to happen to you and you want to be able to live through it. Mm. Yeah, I had to take my kid to the hospital yesterday, which like ended up just basically being a, an intense anxiety attack. So we've got some referrals for doctors and things like that. But I mean, I don't want to say, oh, that's good because, you know, but it's, it's I mean, good it's better, that it wasn't anything. There's no lung worse. problems, no heart problems, yes. stuff like that. But the reason that I bring it up is because um, somebody or the, the one of the nurses was asking questions. Do you vape? Do you this? Do you that? Of yeah. course, as soon as they ask, do you vape? I get the side eye since somebody found my vape on the floor the other week. (laughs) No, but somebody does. And so then I had to hear a whole lecture from the nurse about how bad vaping is for you. And oh my God. And uh, 
I wanted to be like, it was just weed. Don't worry about it, lady. But I couldn't say that. So I'm like, you know, she was really nice. She was just saying that they've been they've been doing all of these tests and, um, you know, vaping people's lungs and their health is so bad because of it. And it's worse than cigarettes ever were. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I bad. understand because I've been saying that for years. When you look at the amount of of chemicals that are in like vape juice or anything there's so much shit in there you don't know what it is and you're inhaling it it is it's bad for you um which is great so but but it's like so fucking many people quit smoking cigarettes because they think the vape is the better alternative and when Mm -hmm. all these vape lounges and stuff started happening like it was for specifically for people who were trying to quit cigarette smoke and it's like Mm -hmm. and at first like I don't know how it is in your state but here in my province it was like everywhere you at first you could vape inside and then it was like no now now all the signs say no smoking no vaping and with vapes you still have to go outside as if you what if you were smoking a cigarette so I just don't with all these health things, like, I just don't understand why you wouldn't just, just smoke cigarettes. You might as well at that point. But cigarettes fucking stink though. Like now that I don't smoke anymore, I haven't had a puff of a cigarette since Mm -hmm. end of November last year, which is fucking crazy. Longest I've gone since I smoked. Do you crave it? Um, when I'm like drunk, I'm like, oh, a cigarette would be good. But not yeah. even to the point where I would I actually care to smoke one. So yeah, no, uh, I I love a cigarette when I'm drinking, but I don't do it because then your hair smells like it. You just dude, it's all over you. The worst. I'm like I'm like hammered. I'm like I'm just gonna chain smoke cigarettes tonight. Like whatever, who cares? Because you're drunk, you don't give a fuck about anything. You care when you wake up the next and then morning. the next day, like <laughs> when you're hungover and you can like smell it on your fingers and in your hair, you're like you wash your sheets. Did I smoke last night. Yeah, um, and I yeah, I never. Ryan realized, used to smoke. I never. Ryan quit smoking. How bad before. it smoked. It, how bad it smelled until I quit. Because now when I smell yep. it, it's like instant fucking headache. Which I hate yep. saying because I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I used to smoke, but now I hate cigarettes. Like, but it's true though. <laughs> the whole nose blindness thing is totally true. Because yeah, Ryan used to smoke before we got back before we got together, mm-hmm. and um. And it, it is so weird to see someone smoking a cigarette these days. It's it's weird. It catches me off guard when I see it. And sometimes you'll walk by someone or you'll smell smoke or you'll smell smoke on somebody. And you're like, oh, my God. Ryan always goes, I cannot believe I used to walk around smelling like that. And it, it is. It's just the craziest thing. And, you know, people have traded out one addiction for another. Now they're vaping. That's their new addiction. And it's all so bad for you. Um, I was going to, I almost sent you a podcast earlier today because I know you haven't been drinking. Are you still not drinking? I haven't had a drink in like 27 days or something like that. Wow. How long are you going to go for? Uh, just till I go on my trip. Okay. And so, yeah, you have to drink when you go on your trip. (laughs) I just, I don't, I don't want to fully cut alcohol out of my life I'm Mm -hmm. not ready to do that I cannot picture going on a vacation and not having a glass of wine or something you know what I mean right I just wanted to do this to prove to myself that I can 
that I can Mm -hmm. like go sit on a patio and not order a drink or that I can be stressed out and annoyed and not pour myself a drink. You know what I mean? And I also feel like just in general, it's good to take breaks because it's so fucking bad for you. And especially before the summer, because I know I'm going to drink a lot in the summer. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I I was listening to this podcast earlier and I almost sent it to you, but it was basically the whole podcast was about how you shouldn't be drinking. And it was it's like a, one of those motivational podcasts that sometimes comes on. A lot of the time I skip past that podcast because it's usually people yelling like, get out there and go to the gym and get your energy. And like, and I'm not, I'm just not into that type of motivation anymore. Like I don't want to be screamed at. <laughs> Julie, get the fuck up and go to the gym right okay. now. We're Papa ending this, swole-yo. we're ending this recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like typically it, that podcast comes on after another one and it's people yelling at me and whatever. Um, but so this whole episode was about not drinking. And one of the key things that I caught in there is they were like, when you're drinking alcohol and liquor, you are literally drinking poison. Yep. And the poison is what makes you feel inebriated and drunk. You're in, you're in you're having poison that is making, giving you those effects of the lightheadedness and, you know, and being tipsy and all that, that's poison working in your body. Literally never in my life have I thought of that before ever. No, it's, it's literally poison. That's why you feel so fucking shitty after because you're the, it's coming out of you. Like it's it's, an insane thing to think about for me. It's fucked up because I've read a lot of books on sobriety and one that is my absolute favorite favorite for anybody who's sober or sober curious. It's called the unexpected joy of being sober. And it's this girl's memoir. And she was the girl who like everywhere she went, she had to order a drink. She didn't understand how things would be fun without alcohol. And You know, Mm -hmm. she has some really dark stories in there, but she also pulls from different sources and she'll have stuff from like celebrities and everything in there. So it's a really great book. But um, yeah, no, just hearing the effects of alcohol, there's so much stuff about how like what it does to your brain is like Mm -hmm. so fucked up. Like people who've been like alcoholics for years and years and years, like wet brain, like that shit's a real thing. And it's It's fucking scary. scary. It's so scary. scary. But yeah, I feel the same as you. I'm not going to get ever give it up because I now I don't have a daily drink. I drink only in social occasions. I, I don't ever crave a cocktail at home um, or a glass of wine. I'm not big on that. You know, my addiction is food. So that's how I like to get down. But um anytime I go out, I want to drink. It is, I have so much fun. You loosen up a little bit. You have fun with your friends. You laugh a lot. Like, yeah. so I'm never going to be the person that's like, I'm never having another drink, but it really was crazy to think about it, that you are literally poisoning your body and your brain for that high. Yeah. It's to, to look back on my twenties and there was a point in my life for probably, I don't know, three years at at least where I drank every single day Mm -hmm. like that how am I alive like that's wild like (laughs) I I honestly might have some sort of you know 
unreversible damage at this point and like it's crazy people die of like liver cirrhosis in their 30s uh -huh. from drinking like it's not just something that happens to like old men who have been drinking their whole lives like it happens no, yeah. to young people too and it's actually young women are the number one who get like liver damage and stuff really? like that from drinking yeah well wow. at least that's what my doctor told me back in the day when I would tell her like how much I would drink she's like no but well, like I said I'm not like that anymore thank god and for a lot of people like not to like bring it all down but a lot of people you can stop drinking stop smoking and have years where you're okay and then it can still kill you like my ex-stepdad was an alcoholic for years and years and sober and drunk and sober and drunk you know like the way that addicts do and he supposedly had quit drinking for several years and still died of cirrhosis of the liver he had done so much irreparable damage that it killed him anyways and the same thing happened to my mom my mom smoked from probably 10 years old to 60 and she quit smoking a before a surgery hadn't touched a cigarette in five years still died of lung cancer so we have to kind of think about it while we're young before yeah. we've done so much irreparable damage that you can't go back listen here's my thing I would never want to tell people like don't smoke or don't drink or anything you know because <laughs> especially when I was a smoker like the most annoying fucking people in the world were people who had quit smoking and then they're trying to tell you that you should quit smoking too mm -hmm. it's like you know I just feel like everyone has their vices and we all have yeah. to we all have to have things that make life enjoyable sometimes and I just feel like you should try to take care of yourself the best that you can whilst still enjoying life and yeah. that's all I'll say so Absolutely. I'm not I'm not against smoking but I'm just saying like don't but don't be out here smoking like two packs a day like right may maybe you know one a day or something but like <laughs> And, and smoking's also just best. like so fucking expensive too. Like, oh my god, I was at this like gas station the other day, and it's like nine dollars a pack. Girl, it's like eighteen dollars a pack here for a pack of cigarettes. I'm oh not even. I'm not god. even joking. Oh my god, I remember yeah. going to the little drive-through smoke shop with my mom, and her buying a carton of cigarettes for like $35 and thinking, holy shit, that is like a million dollars. Now you're lucky if you can get like two, three packs of cigarettes for that price. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Crazy. But yeah, that's I, a good I will reason say though, smoke. smoking is so fun when you're like drunk and like oh, having a good so, time. I love it. Um, I love but it. this other thing I want to mention, it kind of goes in with like health and that. So first of all, I did want to recommend a YouTube channel. YouTube. Okay. It's called Boho Beautiful Yoga. Okay. And, you know, I've talked about many, many times that I struggle with PMS. I've been struggling so much as I've been getting older. And I like to work out, but sometimes I don't feel I don't want to lift weights, but I just want to move my body. And I've, you know, been trying yoga. And this yoga channel is my favorite. It's the videos are all shot in like Costa Costa Rica and Hawaii and oh, places like that. It. And the film, like how they're shot is just so beautiful. And the girl's voice is just so calming. 
And um, I love it. I love, love, love her videos. Um, so anyone wants like just a yoga workout, you know, she has advanced ones. She has beginner ones. She has like morning stretch videos, like anything you could want. So um, okay. I'm going to check that out and I'll put it on our Instagram too at resting bitch pod. Yes. We'll, put, we'll just, we're just going to have a link tree with like a thousand links on it now. <laughs> like, I guess every week we can put new stuff on the link tree and then people can go right there and find it. Yeah. Um, and then going hand in hand with the health thing, did you hear about like, or did you, sorry, did you see Ariana Grande's video where she is addressing what people were saying about her body? No, but I know that for a lot of years, you know, people say she looks anorexic, she looks sick because she's so tiny, but I haven't seen the video of her addressing it. Well, she had lost like, or at least looked like she lost a bunch of weight recently. Like she's filming the movie right now and From everything. Where? But, she's um, always so tiny. But back when she was doing, she's always tiny but yeah but I guess people are like oh you looked a lot healthier in like 2018 you know and she was like doing sweetener and thank you next and everyone's mm-hmm. like oh you look so much healthier and better then so this video of her is just like don't say things like like we shouldn't be so comfortable commenting on each other's bodies and saying what you think my healthy mm-hmm. body is because the body that you guys are comparing my healthy to was my unhealthiest body she says that she was on a lot of painkillers and drinking on them every single day and eating extremely poorly and she's like that was my most unhealthy so although you guys think that I'm not healthy now I actually am and we should just not talk about anyone's bodies at all, even if you think that you're saying something nice. And mm-hmm. um, I just think that's a really important video because like I know this with people who have like eating disorders and stuff. If you say to them like, oh, you look really great, it could like trigger something in their head that like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I've gained weight or like. So although you may think you're complimenting somebody like you might not be, right. you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 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 And you know, some people, even though some people may look at her on the outside and say, oh, she's too skinny. She doesn't look healthy. Your body, if you're feeding it properly and you're not over exercising it and you're taking care of yourself and you're drinking your water and you're not drinking or doing drugs, if you're doing all of those positive things, your body can kind of put itself where it should be, where your healthy body type or your healthy body weight should be if you're doing all those positive things. So if her body has adjusted to five or 10 pounds less, because that can make a big difference when you're tiny to begin with. And that's where her healthiest body is. It's like, I I don't know. I understand people's concern, but I think that definitely, you know, the body positivity movement sometimes goes too far in the bigger direction, encouraging the large body positivity movement and shaming the smaller people. And that's not fucking fair. I think I think she looks beautiful. I think she looks amazing and she looks healthy to me. She doesn't look like she's starving herself. Someone who is starving themselves, who I, I shouldn't even be mentioning this person's name, but fuck it. 
at the, you know what julie at this point in us recording this podcast i'm like i don't even give a fuck what i say anymore because but you had like a major meltdown last week with the name of the podcast i way overreacted i'm so <laughs> I had sorry. to change the the title i way of the overreacted podcast. like honestly i'm so sorry like my bad because no, it's not I, even a big I deal say i say things and then I get, and then I go online and I read stuff people say, and then I think, oh my God, everyone's going to hate me. And then no one's going to want to listen to our podcast because of some dumb shit. I like, you know how anxiety works. Yeah, um, but you can't, you like, oh yeah, that's definitely the anxiety portion of it. Cause I definitely double, I overthink things like my interview with Josh Sider, um, I wanted to do that interview because he's a fucking shit show of a human who he is was getting now... shredded on um on the 90 day fiance subreddit today. Yeah. <laughs> he's now pursuing Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Disgusting. He... I was ta- I was messaging him. Not on a child abuse victim, Josh. Come on. I, I was inst- I was messaging him, him on Instagram and he was sending me screenshots of like he set up the JPay account, which anybody that watches Love After Lockup knows what that is. That's how you communicate with inmates. You can send them money that way, but that's like their email system for a lot of it. So he set up the account, sent her a message. He told me that she messaged him back. He told me that today. Um, but he's not going to, he wasn't going to tell me anything because I think he sold the story to like us weekly or in touch weekly or something. So what he does is he, he, this is why I say he's a marketing genius, like love him or hate him. And most of us hate him. I can respect the hustle because he starts all of this controversy. He's over there stirring the pot and selling the stories. He's making money off of it. And people are so pissed off um, thinking that he's, you know, just out to get these girls and ruin their lives. No, he does something like send a message to Gypsy Rose Blanchard and then people lose their fucking minds about it and then in touch weekly wants to buy the story and he sells it to them it's fucking smart but anyways the whole reason i brought him up is that i was going to say i overthought that so much because people hate him so much that i was like should i take it down is it going to negatively affect our podcast and so i asked i actually i sent a message to amanda and because she had listened to the interview and I was like, do you think I should pull this interview? Because I don't know. I know that you were super turned off by him. You just said you didn't even finish the interview. You couldn't even listen to it. And so I was like, I don't want this to negatively impact us, our brand, our podcast in general. And she was like, no, keep it up because you weren't like kissing his ass you weren't like obviously he's a guest on your podcast so you couldn't just be a total bitch to him but there were a lot of moments where you were like josh are you for real come on and so <laughs> i left it up but yeah i have those moments too where i'm like is this gonna destroy our entire podcast yeah and i think you and i have both said controversial shit that oh my god know, a lot of people wouldn't yeah so <laughs> i think we just have to like run with that and just agree like fuck it whatever Every episode we say something controversial and I'm sure that there are people that disagree with us and there's podcasts that I listen to that I disagree with the host, but I still love their show. And I think if like the good thing is when you have those thoughts, those controversial thoughts, share them because someone else is going to relate to that. 
I feel like probably more people relate than don't. So yeah, I agree. And all of this to say that Ariana Grande is no <laughs> Eugenia Cooney. Who's that? Oh, I know I'm, that name. I'm I'm deep into that subreddit as well, and that shit is dark. Where did she come from to start? Because I know that name, and she I'm having a hard time. I feel like she was a YouTuber. I remember she yes. had a video like screaming like emo screaming uh like a Justin Bieber song or something like way back in the day okay and then she got I don't know she has definitely has millions on YouTube and Dr. Phil asked her multiple times to come on his show and then she's like I don't need help so I'm not gonna go on your show yes okay so yeah she did start out as a YouTuber oh my god that's major trigger warning. Don't look her up if Don't, you. Yeah, because yeah, she's somebody that it. went to rehab and got help. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to say anything because I literally just said, let's not comment on anyone's bodies. And now I'm doing it. So, yeah, Um, let's move on to. OK, first of all, I did say d- did want to say, did you watch this trailer for this new Pete Davidson show on Peacock? Bup, bup kiss I yes think it's and I it's like one of those things where you're like what is this I don't understand what this is I think it's supposed to be an exaggerated show about his life okay well I love King of Staten Island so hopefully I mean, I'm hoping <laughs> that I'll be able to watch it in Canada obviously Art the Clown is in it which is fucking incredible like I'm <laughs> that's awesome and although Art the Clown is in it, the real clown in it is Machine Gun Kelly. I will say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to watch if I can. I was going to ask Streaming if you loved the uh, last scene of the Kardashian special since your favorite was uh, performing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. The, the, the One of my favorite scenes in that whole show was with him, though, I will say. Okay. When um when him and Megan Fox are sitting there and he's like eating the pasta with the spaghetti, like slurping up the spaghetti and the oh. director's like, can you guys share a piece? And she just looks at the camera. She's like, I don't eat gluten. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, of course you would fucking of course say that, not. Megan Fox. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Speaking of gluten, I sent a message to Ashley from you know, rock of love and charm school and all that. A-bomb? Yes, A-bomb. She sent, she like posted this bikini picture and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, girl, what are, what are you eating? Cause you look amazing. Um, And she said that she's gluten-free because if she has gluten, she's like, I look super bloated and I feel like shit. So I'm like, okay, well, I feel like gluten is in everything. And she's like, yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> God yeah. Damn it. My, my mom has celiac <laughs> disease. Like actual celiac so if she eats gluten it's like almost life-threatening to her oh my god so um so trust me I I've known all the struggles my mom's been gluten-free for a very long time and a lot more people are intolerant to it than you would think like then realize it I feel like the gluten intolerance thing used to be a joke years ago but now we're kind of South Park has a gluten episode (laughs) it's like one of my favorite episodes ever like Mr. Mackey comes and he's like see I don't get mad okay because I don't eat gluten okay (laughs) only people who eat gluten get pissed (laughs) I can't believe that show's still on 
Oh my Crazy. god. Um, oh man. I do want to talk about this wedding special because I have so many thoughts, but I have a couple yes. other Kardashian thingies that I wanted to talk about first. Okay. Because I'm because I'm like all of a sudden into them again. Like surprise. Okay. Um, what do you think about Kylie Jenner potentially dating Timothy Chalamet? Do you think this is true? Do you think this is a publicity stunt? He's white. But <laughs> she's liked white guys before like I remember on her on her show she had life of Kylie she said that she had like such a crush on Dylan Minnette at the time oh yeah because she was like obsessed with 13 reasons why um so that's to me him and Timothy Chalamet are like kind of similar similar. yeah and Timothy Chalamet is like just got cast as Bob Dylan he's gonna like he's gonna be in all these like crazy movies coming up wow I watched that hot summer nights movie or whatever did you like it I thought it was meh I thought it was really liked it I thought it was like overhyped I don't know I was like it was okay I also get like super stoned when I watch movies so like if the cinematography and the music hits to for me then I'm like this movie is a masterpiece yeah I see that and (laughs) I'm definitely more into the storyline I you know the basics of it like does it make sense you know (laughs) I don't know it was okay I I don't know I guess he's this hot new thing and um sure whatever I don't yeah. know. What do you think about it? I don't care. I just want her to be happy. Like, I don't yeah. really care. I mean, I feel I, like Travis Scott is like, he has the fucking personality of a thumb. Yeah, so, I don't understand the whole thing with them. Well, not even either. not even that he has a dull personality. That was a stupid comparison. He just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like He just comes off as like stoogy. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah I never quite understood that and you know what I like you said she should be happy I I truly enjoy seeing clips of her and her kids it makes me happy to see someone who's so young who's such a good mother because I think that 90% of the time people have in their heads that if you're a young mom you're like a loser and you suck and you know that's that's the reason why I have this hatred for the movie Juno Like everybody, when Juno came out, everyone loved Juno and I hated it because I was like, just because you're young doesn't mean you're a fucking moron who could never even dream of raising a child. Like it is just like, I might, you might as well send me to the moon. That's the same chance in in raising a child as a good mother. Like that's kind of how they portrayed Uh, being a young mother in that movie and so I've always hated it so I love seeing a representation of a good mother she just seems like she loves being a mom and she loves her kids and she's incredibly present and calm and like it makes me so happy I would say she is one of the better moms of the sisters Mm -hmm. like I feel like Kim's a really good mom too i mean and this is all to say like obviously they all have like a million nannies and shit like that yeah. but like chloe sometimes will like talk about her kids like they're objects and not people oh and i was especially- gonna guess chloe would be another good mom but Espe- the- i'm say- not saying she's like not a good mom but it just since this new baby that she's had the boy uh with like via surrogate 
her her vibe just wasn't the same and obviously like look at what she went through like first of all she had the baby via surrogate which I'm sure is a completely different experience than actually carrying the pregnancy yourself and then also the fact finding out that fucking Tristan got another girl pregnant like and also she's back with him again like that is fucking wild I don't understand it he's a boy from Brampton like oh god Um, I mean you're a Kardashian you could literally have anybody you wanted anyone you're one of the most beautiful people on the planet and you choose this fucker I know it's it's (sighs) wild okay what else is going on in Kardashian world Kim Kardashian is going to be on the next season of American Horror Story and Troy McGeady on Beyond the Blinds had an amazing theory about this that I'm obsessed with. So obviously Kim is not known as like a serious actor. So it would be so weird for her to go on a show like that and play like a character of like herself, you know, like beautiful, Mm -hmm. whatever. So he has this incredible theory that they're going to make her like some sort of monster and she's mm-hmm. going to be like really ugly and just do something completely different. So mm-hmm. I I love that theory and I hope it's true. And I haven't watched American Horror Story in years. I watched a few episodes of like the Horror Stories one. Um, but I think the last one I honestly watched was maybe Freak Show. So that was um, the last good one. So you haven't missed anything. I really loved Coven. I loved that season. I always Um, hear people say Coven was the best, but I didn't make it through it. Oh, I loved it when I watched it. I I might need to try it again. But yeah, I'm I'm genuinely interested to see what they're going to do with her because that's just interesting to me. Yeah, it was funny that you said that because as soon as you said Kim Kardashian in American Horror Story, I was going to say, oh, I was listening to this podcast and they were saying exactly what you just said. I didn't realize where I had heard it, but I was going to say, I think that you're that they're probably right. That's yeah. the only way to do it. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I'll watch it just to at least see her. And I tried like the last season, like the season before last was like an alien season. I don't fucking do aliens. So I did not watch that. And then um, the season most recent was like the New York City one that was all surrounded by like gay culture and stuff like that and the first half was really good and then it like took a barbarian tour like turn and went off the fucking rails and was like (laughs) what happened here you know yeah it's funny because i speaking of barbarian i made ryan watch the first half with me Mm -hmm. and then as soon as that like half moment happens yeah and the reveal happens I literally turned it off and said okay that's all you need to see <laughs> the first half is so good yeah, and the second is. half is just absurd so I I, I like the whole movie the site it did kind of end on like a what the fuck note it's just but so weird. um but I overall I really like that movie I just love the suspense of the first half. Like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? She's doing all the right things. Oh, she's I letting know. her guard down. What's in the basement? He's luring her down there. Like, I loved that whole the tension for the first half of the movie. Also, and then it was like, what? <laughs> is Bill Skarsgård fine? That was another <laughs> moment of like, like unsureness in the movie. 
Like, does he look like Pennywise or is he cute? I still don't know. Oh my he seems God. like a normal, nice guy. That's what's so good about that movie. Um, I have a couple horror movies I actually want to talk about, but did you want to yes, talk please. about this Courtney and Travis thing first, or did you want to get get the movies out of the way? Can can we get the Courtney and Travis thing out of the way? Because I hated it. Oh my god, you hated it? <laughs> I loved it. I had that's so why much earlier today I was it. like, um, can we just like talk about a couple of our favorite moments and then move on? And you're like, can we just like talk about it in general? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, what did you hate about it? Okay, so I halfway watched it because I was at work. So I had my phone turned so that if someone walked by, they wouldn't see that I was watching TV. <laughs> so so watching I had an earbud in. <laughs> <laughs> I had an earbud in. And then I would kind of like peek over when I wanted to see something. Um, first of all, I would say the one word that comes to mind is obnoxious. Um, the amount of money, it, it's absurd. It is unfathomable unfathomable the amount of money that just that they spent on this wedding um overwhelming there's so many people there's so much going on I I think the thing is that like I've been married twice and never had a wedding never wanted a wedding just thought it did not sound like a good time at all and so I don't give a shit about anybody else's weddings like if I didn't even care enough to have my own I could not care less about someone's wedding it just seemed like so much work and effort to get people to italy i i didn't i didn't like it did you love it i loved it because as somebody who has seen every single episode of every single kardashian show Mm -hmm. spinoff everything this was the most authentic stuff that they've given the really? audience in a long time. The thing that I hated about it was like the flashbacks to Travis and Courtney, like talking about it on their bed. Like I just wanted to see that raw footage. Yeah. Um, I hated the name of it because that was Carmen Electra and Dave Navarro show back in the day. So weird. Um, yes. But it was wild to me seeing Landon and Alabama, like they've been on the last season of Kardashians and I know they're both like influencers and stuff now, but mm-hmm. it's just wild to me because I remember both of them being born on Meet the Barkers and now they're like in yep. their 20s giving a speech at, you know, Travis's other wedding. Like it's wild. It's crazy. Um, Obviously, Mark Hoppus being in it and giving a speech was like that my got me excited. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, the very that's I told you I was like if even if you're not gonna watch watch the first five minutes of them getting mm-hmm. married in Vegas that was so funny. I was in tears when the Elvis called her Chloe and she like <laughs> fell to the floor. We do. And I you could tell the, the Elvis was like... was like scared too. He's like I fucked up. He's like I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about like because he couldn't <laughs> tell if she was like pissed or not, and she's just laughing so. <laughs> I know. I I wrote down the note. Imagine being the Elvis who called Courtney Chloe. Can you imagine? I would just want to crawl into a hole and die. Awful. But yeah, I I truly enjoyed that opening sequence of them getting married in Vegas. Um, you know, if either if either Courtney or Travis dies in the next several years, I'm gonna guess that someone smoth smothered the other person. Like. They are all over each other, obsessed. It, is this for real? 
Tra- Travis is like that though. Like Travis was like that with Shayna on Meet the Bar what on about Meet the Bar. Courtney, Barkers. Courtney and Scott were never like that, but it was just it was a different relationship. She always just like, seemed like Scott, she hated Scott. Scott, yeah, Scott's such a different person than than Travis is. You know what I mean? So one I- thing that I like <sighs> about Travis though is that. I mean, people say that he's an abuser and he's a love bomber and all this shit, but like, I think he genuinely really loves her. And I think oh, that yeah. I genuinely think that like they are really happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I'm going to be her for Halloween. Oh, I think I'm going to wear the fugly black, dress? the black one with like, oh, okay. I think I want to do that. <laughs> that would we'll be see. cute. I love it. Yeah, no, I definitely think that their love is genuine. Um, And I don't think he's a love bombing abuser. I think that he's a love addict and that he's just an incredibly passionate, emotional human being. Sorry, you reminded me of uh, Nathan from Teen Mom's Mom, the way you said that. She's like... Do I think addict. Nate is an alcohol abuser? No. Do I think he has a problem with alcohol? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's, but it's not the same thing. Being a love bomber and being a passionately loving person yeah. is not the same. No, It might not. look the same to some people, but what makes it different is the intention. Yeah. So, you know, when someone lo- is love bombing you, they're trying to control you. They're trying to trap you i absolutely do not think that's what's happening here i think that he's just a loving passionate person and they were friends for years and years and years like they were neighbors they were friends so like yeah it's i did not like they just met oh my god it was i loved it and then Mm -hmm. you know how like the throwing the cake at each other thing yeah i was laughing at that because it's like it's such a fucking rich ass thing to do that and they had like five people there waiting with cloths to like wipe it off of her like the <laughs> second that the pictures stopped being taken yeah um but yeah I don't know I liked it I liked all the raw footage of all of that because they didn't show it on the show at all they only showed um Travis and Courtney like flying there and back Mm-hmm. The other thing to, that's crazy to me, like not really surprising, um, is how his son Landon is also like extremely terrified of flying. Mm-hmm. Um, and he almost like didn't even want to go. But then he went on Kim's private plane with her. And it's like, aren't private planes a lot scarier to fly in than commercial planes? Like, that's what people say. I mean, I've never flown private, but people say I have. Scary. I have flown private once. Uh, no, it wasn't scary at all. No, it was pretty awesome. All right. Well, but maybe it's because there's less anxiety because you have more space. You're not like crunched in with a bunch of people. And I, you know, not to say that it's safer than flying commercial, but if you can kind of relax on a couch or have a conversation with someone that you're sitting with, it's not as noisy. There's not as many people. I guess that would just naturally take your anxiety down in general. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. And I, I was thinking as I was watching that, you know, typically I would be like, Oh my God, flying is safer than it's the safest way to travel. It's safer than driving. It's safer than riding a bike. It's the safest way to travel statistically, but this family has a legitimate fucking reason to be scared of flying. Yeah. I mean, 
I can, I still, it blows my mind and it doesn't even sound legitimate when you say that Travis Barker survived a fucking plane crash. Well, oh, I was going to say, first of all, the thing that I love most about him and Courtney's relationship is that he hadn't flown since that happened. And then because mm -hmm. of her, he's been flying again and stuff. Um, but the craziest thing about his plane crash was that he always knew that he was going to be in one. Like mm -hmm. when him and Blank used to go to Europe to tour, he would leave before them and like take a boat. Every time they went on tour, he would leave before them and drive. Like he Crazy. was terrified of flying. So for that to happen to him out of anybody is um that's so fucked up, man. Well, and like, a lot of people died in that plane crash. So you I know. have rest in the peace survivors DJ guilt. Yeah. Well, and yeah, DJ AM survived too. But then and he then essentially died, died, like, from, more or less the, from that. Have you seen the DJ AM documentary? Yes. We should do an episode about that. That documentary is fantastic. So good. It is so good. And you know what sucks is that the night that DJ AM died, I had plans with my friends to go to the Palms for his residency. I have been waiting forever to see him. Um, the, the Rain nightclub at the Palms. I had been wanting to go there forever. I think it was like a once a month or once a week residency that he had. And I was finally going with my friends. And that was the night he fucking died. What an asshole, man. He kind of just how lived one rude. more night. So inconsiderate. And then, but the cool thing was they had like, we still went that night and they had like an in remembrance thing on the stage for him. And on the side of the palms, they blacked out the P l s and so they just had a m lit up oh, i get chills just thinking about it oh my god i mean so that whole situation was so fucked up but mm -hmm. that's what got blink 182 back together the first time because i remember like after that happened i was like watch they're all gonna come together they're gonna say that they realize how short life is and that they have to do one last tour together i didn't even realize and they were together at that point no, they had been long, long, long broken up. Blink-182 broke up the first time in like 2007, 2006. And wow. then they got back together whatever year that was, 2011. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Um, before we talk about 90 Day. Uh, okay, do you want to address this like Anthony Bass thing? Who? He's he's a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. He fucking sucks. Why would you so think I would not... know that? No, 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 no. But <laughs> this is the this is the thing. He's the guy who tweeted he was mad at United Airlines or whatever airline it was because they were gonna make his pregnant wife clean up after his kids. And this has gone viral. And then it turns out he's married to Jesse James Decker's sister. So it's like, okay, that's it all makes sense now because he's from a family of Karen's. Um, so I had heard of this. I've never watched the video, but um, why wouldn't you clean up after your own kid? Like, well, he was like, why wouldn't you? My wife is 22 weeks pregnant and she's so why don't you clean toddlers. it up then? It's like, you're a multi-millionaire, like hire a fucking nanny to travel with her. Was he not traveling with her? I don't know if he was with them or not. I, was like, why I have no idea. It? Yeah, I have no so idea. You're 22 weeks pregnant. Oh, you are. Guess what? That's four and a half months. You're not that yeah. fucking pregnant, bitch. Okay. Yeah. You got another six months to go. 
So clean up your own shit. That's the thing that cr- drives me crazy. Even in the restaurant it's like people that come in and they have their kids and they make a giant fucking mess and there's like shit everywhere. And it's one thing if it's on the floor. Yeah, we're going to get the broom. We're going to mop that or like sweep or mop that. But when you leave like shit all over the table, why can't you just grab a napkin and like push it into one of your empty plates or your empty basket? It's just so rude. It's like, um, you know, here's your tip. Clean up my shit. It's just rude. Clean well, up your own shit. In this guy's case, I don't understand what he was trying to do. Like, do you think people are going to feel bad for you? Like, you're a multimillionaire. Like, you're privileged as fuck. Like, read the room. Like, yeah, I mean. And then and then, uh, 24, Zach Clayton tweeted about it. Uh, he said something like, oh, I don't know. He tweeted against him. And then me, as a joke wrote you know it's bad when 24 is the voice of reason and then zach clayton tweeted to me like you want to go next or something like that offended him for some reason that yeah, i said like that he's coming though, after you Scary. even though it meant to be a compliment and then <laughs> and then i tweeted back in a dark match because he wrestles for aew but he only wrestles like the dark matches which are like the non-televised matches so that was me (laughs) chirping him back and he never responded of course not Um, but i realized in my twitter bio it says host of the shore store (laughs) (laughs) so um, we'll see if 24 leaves me any bad reviews I'm still, I'm more surprised that anyone still uses Twitter. That's the most surprising part of the story. I'm obsessed What Twitter. What is it? 20, oh, 2009? Still using Obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah, with the times, Justine. Some people are just so fucking clever on there. So let's do like a quick talk about 90 Day because my kid's like, I'm done. And I'm like, I'm podcasting. I need to go pick him up. Okay, but. well, re- really, really quick. I just wanted to tell you that I watched the movie Nope on the weekend. Oh, yes. Okay. I was highly anticipating this movie. I really, really, really wanted to love it. And but... it's going to be a no for me, dog. Uh, <laughs> it was so far up its own ass. Yeah. Like, it was fucking ridiculous. But I, will I heard say, it wasn't good, so I never watched it. There, it's worth watching. I'm glad I watched it. But it, his other Jordan Peele's other two movies were ten out of tens for me, and this one right. was not at all. Um, okay, there is a side plot that has absolutely nothing to do with the main story of the movie, and there's uh-huh. a little bit of a nod to Charla Nash in there. Um, and the side that side plot. <laughs> The storyline was so much cooler than the rest of the movie. And I just wanted to follow that storyline. And then and then at the end of the movie, I was like, what happened to that storyline? And why was that even in the movie? Um, but yeah. Maybe they're just Charla heads like we are. But you... I just want you to see at least the part, that I'll part. Because that. You, you will die. But I can't, what do I Google? Nope, Charla Nash or Nope, Monkey or? I mean, Nope, storyline with Glenn from Walking Dead. <laughs> because he was in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, the dude from Walking Dead is in this. Cool. Okay. Um, but hey, yeah. that is um, Glenn. That's Amy's son's namesake. It all comes back. That's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, she did name him after, after that, too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she Gage said that it from was fucking after Glenn. Pet Cemetery, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe her next baby will be Art from Art the Clown. That'd be I pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about... be another G name. Yeah. I mean, unless she has a, a baby with someone else and doesn't want to continue with the same flow. I mean, hopefully I just she's pictured, done having I just babies. pictured her ba- her and Josh Cedar having a baby together. What the face would look like. <laughs> Don't spit your Diet Coke out. <laughs> okay, let's do 90 Day. Okay. Um, I didn't pull up the cast list. Um, but... Osama and Debbie. Nothing really happened with them. Well... In the preview, he's well. Yeah, oh, so next really week happened. looks he parents, good. And the parents were like, "Okay, cool, whatever. Age ain't nothing but a number, you know. Aaliyah lyrics, whatever. Okay, they want their son gone, and they they don't care how he has to get out. So that's my assumption on that part. But in the preview for next week, I can't fucking wait to see this. He basically gives her an ultimatum, like, you're either going to take me to the U.S. or this is done. And she's like, what? And there it is. There We were wondering all this time, what's in it for Osama? There we go. He wants to come to the U.S. Yeah, it's going to go down next week. It looks so Mm -hmm. good. I can't wait. Jen and Rishi. Um, so uh, this the storyline of this picture keeps going off. This picture that was already posted on his Instagram, by the Nobody way. Who cares about this picture? Do you believe what he was saying t- about how he knew that it was her friend? He's fucking with her. Sends her this picture that's already on his Instagram. And then they kept focusing on the fact that he blocked her. But I'm like, if he hadn't blocked her, they'd be bitching that he didn't block her. Well, here's the thing. People on Reddit were like I saw a really great comment that I agree with it's like that friend is the friend that like tries to have sex with your boyfriend and then when he turns her down she like tries to break you guys up and like Uh gets all mad and jealous like that's definitely like she wants him to cheat on her yeah she's not a good friend and when she showed up and they got off the tuk-tuk like she literally looked like a witch I was like oh she came like you know fully presenting herself because she looked like a witch the way she was dressed and i'm like this is a fucking mean girl bitch she's not a friend you should watch your back jen this girl is not a friend to you there's a difference between a friend who's like concerned for you and about your man and a friend who genuinely wants your man to be a not good guy and she does not want him to be a good guy yeah Um, she's constantly the the type of friend that's in competition with you that always has to have better than you be happier than you Ew, she's awful yeah she's a see you next tuesday mm-hmm. um and i will say it bothered me so much that they compared the traveling to india to the same as traveling to jamaica <laughs> because she's like oh we've already traveled for jen before like she like we've traveled this far for her she had a wedding in jamaica and it's like Jamaica's in North America still. Like <laughs> India's literally in a different continent. Like we're, those travel, you can't even compare the travel on that fucking. I idiots. know. 
Well, and another thing too, that they were focusing on was talking about how he had deleted the messages, but I don't think he deleted the messages. I think that when you block someone, because somebody on another podcast was saying, I guess when you block someone or when you delete messages, it deletes them on both sides because Randy couldn't see them either. I don't think that's because he deleted the messages. I think it's because he blocked her. So now neither of them can see the conversation anymore because she's blocked. That doesn't mean he's doing something sinister and hiding his messages. Uh, Is Rishi probably cheating? Yeah. Is, are they focusing on the right thing right now? No. 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 And also just trying to get your friend's man to like do something fucked up without her knowledge is a shitty move like if one of my friends pulled that i'd be pissed i'd be like why wouldn't you ask me if i wanted you to do that you know like and if she had half a brain cell she would have created a, a fake account and not used her own fucking shit because you don't want the guy to be able to be like i knew it was you I know you guys are friends. Like I I clicked on your profile and it said you guys were mutual friends. Like you don't want him to be, if you really want to catch somebody in anything, you don't want them to be able to come up with any excuses that could possibly be true. So you have to set it up just right so that they don't have any way to say, I knew it all along. I was just playing with you. She's just a more, they're all so stupid all of them i know oh my god tweedle dumb and tweedle dumbass running around india together people on like reddit were also making fun of rishi because he like didn't have a fucking 12 pack in the episode or something and it's like first of all to look like that you have to look like the way he looks now like mm-hmm. it's called bulking and cutting bulking people and like cutting. read a fucking book yeah um so let's move on to Danielle and Johan because he was a fucking savage this episode and he made me laugh so fucking hard. I love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I The first thing I saw when they walked into this party, I was like, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of food. And so for my job, for my new job, I've been looking into like catering and booking um, caterers for events that we're having. And so my brain is going, oh my God, that's like a thousand dollars worth of food. <laughs> That's a lot of food. So I'm like, wow, this looks like it was very expensive to put together. And so I can understand her wanting the thanks or the attention, but he's still pissed off at her. It was just so funny how it went down. Like, I just laughed out loud how the dad's like, oh, you're not going to thank your wife. And he's like, eh, not really. She She doesn't need to be. (laughs) (laughs) And then her leaving... So oh, the way so she mature. waddled away. Her ass is huge, dude. I think like, she's just very like she's too big to be that short, honestly. Her body is just she literally was waddling. Look listen to us talking about people's bodies after we were <laughs> mad at people for talking about bodies earlier. But she literally did look like she was waddling, and maybe it was how tight the dress was that it didn't allow for a lot of movement. But it was funny to kind of watch her storm away. And it's also funny how she said that only like six people have climbed Mount Everest or something. It's like <laughs> the number's almost at like 7,000. 
I was like, Mike Posner has climbed Mount Everest, so I'm pretty sure that it's, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's like, uh, the past like five, six years, he's been on this like spiritual journey. He walked across America, got bitten by a rattlesnake in Colorado and was like in the hospital and almost died. Um, One of your snakes? Is that how you know? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I was was trying to get him back to the house, like... (laughs) (laughs) uh but and then he i'm pretty sure it was mount everest like he climbed it he's like and he's starting this new like adventures with mike thing where you can go out on these fucking amazing excursions with him and and a bunch of other people and looks awesome good for you mike so random he's sober been sober for a long time but Um, yeah so obviously it's more than six if mike posner has climbed mount everest i'm gonna go out and say that there's been more than six people yeah. yeah she's so stupid and you're a teacher you are such a moron i know oh people online were saying that like you know people who do yoga and are like all about chill vibes are actually like the angriest people and like just, just... kicking that fucking coconut around her house with eggshells rubbed on it what are oh my god yeah like, just be a normal person and just get some sage. Come on. Yeah. Baba's making a lot of money off that dummy, though. Good for him. <laughs> He's the Josh Cedar of Aoife. I so. mean, I don't know. Like I said, I they're not they're not right for each other. She wants a guy that she can be a bitch to and boss around. And also how she treated the worker in the store about the cake. She's yeah. like, I'm just gonna annoy him until he until she's he does bitch. it until I get my she way. Is, she's like, Queen that's Karen. Not, that's not how you're supposed to treat work like service workers, you fucking bitch. Yeah, she's Queen Karen, but she totally like America fished him. Like she thought <laughs> she. To- <laughs> I gotta come up with a better name for that. Amerifished. She. I'm Amerifished surprised him. there isn't already like a term within the TLC fandom for that. But yeah, I mean. She like reverse Yahoo boyed her. She Yahoo girl to him. She AOL instant message girl to him. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, um, she made him think that he was going to come to the U.S. And that is why he puts up with her shit. And I cannot wait to see this shit fall apart once he realizes that she has not applied for his visa. She has no intention of ever taking him to the U.S., and she is running from her bankruptcy and her toll bills. It's going to be crazy. Oh, my God. Crazy pants. Um, Gabe and Isabel, who nothing happened here. Like, his documents he are back. out of order and he has to go back home and figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. okay, why, why are you only figuring this out now? I think he just didn't think he was going to need his birth certificate. He thought that just his id and his passport would be enough which is i guess you could maybe think that but no you have to have a birth certificate with you to get married in the u.s so i'm pretty sure pretty sure i had to have mine i don't even know where my birth certificate is honestly you can order another one uh from the health district of wherever you're from you pay a fee and they mail it to you but so i don't know why he's not doing that maybe they don't do that internationally but even still, he could have it mailed to his parents' house 
and then they could send it to Columbia. I don't know why he has to go to the U.S. other than I'm going to walk into the health district, have them hand me the paper. I guess that makes more sense. Didn't he say something about his visa and like it looks sketchy him like coming and leaving so much? So I don't know if they changed the birth certificate to say that he was born a male. And I'm wondering if that's the difference that they're worried about, that the the passport and ID will say something different than the birth certificate. Or maybe he's not supposed to leave the country on that visa and then be granted re-entrance. I'm not sure. But it'll be I fine. always think that with these shows. Like, I was thinking last season with, um, what was his name? The Juice Head Guy and the Brazilian girl, like when he said that he was going to Brazil, like every, like once a month or something, he would go there. It's like, how at customs, how are they not like questioning you about that? Well, you probably have to be like, oh, I have my girlfriend lives here. Like here's photos of us together. We met like, maybe you have to have some kind of documentation or something. But I know that for the 90 day, the K-1 visa for coming to the U.S., when you're coming on that fiance visa, you can't leave the country and come back. You have to stay in the country until you get married, get your green card or whatever, and then you can go back to your country. But I don't know how that works when you're going the other way. So so they can't go back to their country. So you mean if they go back to their country, then they, they can't, they don't have another chance of coming to America. They have to stay in during- their country that time period yeah. you have to stay in because that time is supposed to be used for you to get married and you're you have to get married within that time or you have to go home but if you leave during that time they're not going to let you re-enter so you have Jeez. to stay yeah yep so there's that so yeah they're, they're I, like, fine i mean obviously this is so obvious and everyone says this but like uh, it, I don't know. It would just be so weird to like marry someone from a different country, not the U.S. Because for me, the U.S. and Canada is the same. Is but the I same? couldn't, I couldn't picture like flying to Spain thing or like India or wherever. Like every couple months to like see there's my so boyfriend. People, there's so many people in the U.S. Like just make your life easier, Jesus. I think that a lot of people that do this, and we see this a lot on the show, have this grandiose idea of love. And the fairy tale and, oh, there's all these obstacles in our way. We're like Romeo and Juliet and we'll make it through anything together. And it's almost like they enjoy the hardships that come with it because it makes them feel like their relationship is superior to other relationships. Mm-hmm. When really you could just kind of got, find a guy in your town or with a hundred mile radius who's a wonderful man who will be a great partner to you. Yeah. But that's like not a good enough story for you. Yeah, it's wild to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the last couple that was on, because I don't think Nicole and Mahmoud were on this episode, just no. Jamie and Chris. Tell me what your thought is about Jamie. Okay. Or, I mean about Chris. I mean both of them, I guess. Jamie needs to wake up and smell the meth pipe when it <laughs> comes to Chris because come on. Like <laughs> that's merch. <laughs> She's working, people. She's that's 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 why she never answers the phone. She's working. 
24 oh. 7 and when she's not working she's looking for jobs but she doesn't have a job she just does jobs here and there she's like mowing people's lawns and shit like that she's basically doing all the shit that the 16 year old neighbor next door does for some yeah. extra cash like what are you talking about and she's shoveling I... driveways over there in alabama <laughs> well <laughs> and it is stupid that jamie's over there crying saying you care more about money well uh, bitch obviously you have to have money or you're gonna be living on the streets like yes you do need to have money you need to have a roof over your head you need to have food you need to be able to pay your bills um, but that's not what's happening here. Jamie just, or uh, Chris just casually throws out that she's been gone for three months. Three months? Three months? Are you insane? That's a quarter of a year. You spent a quarter away. Um, and then somebody pointed out on one of the, it was probably more biggie or whatever Instagram account. As Chris is walking away, she has these like bandanas tied around like the bend of her arm. Oh, so like, I didn't notice that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll have to grab a screenshot of it and put it on our Instagram. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. And so it's like, yeah, real suspicious. Like she Jesus. was like, well, I had to come home because Columbia doesn't have like the medication that I need for my narcolepsy and it's like is it wouldn't that be the one of the first things that you would think <laughs> of when you're moving somewhere else? Yes. Like, like that's medicate that's like that's medication you need to live no this is a pain medication and a drug medication type of thing she thought she was going to move down move down there. this is a my scripts are coming on tuesday thing exactly exactly yeah um and so she thought she was going to move down there and oh you don't have to have a prescription you can just go into the pharmacy get whatever you want like it's all good. oh yeah she probably thought it was fucked there and that they'll just like prescribe you anything they'll just give you anything that you want and then she got down there and realized like oh shit i can't get my shit here this easily or it's more sketchy to do it or scarier. Or I can't call my dude Daryl and get the hookup, you know? So like she went back and she spent all of this time. I mean, it's, it's absurd. It's crazy. Do you think she's going back? Um, I have no idea if she's going to go back, but I do think that they're broken up currently. Oh, Okay. I haven't watched it. I, I started following Jamie on uh, Instagram and she was posting these stories like, what did you guys think of last night's episode? Like, mm. do you guys think I'm a bitch? Like, was I in the right or the wrong? And I don't know. I was just like, that seems like you're broken up. Uh, maybe. I mean, if she has, if she's halfway intelligent, she'll be broken up. Like, that bitch is a walking problem. Like, I don't understand what she ever saw in her in the first place. She's not attractive. She's not funny. She's not smart. She doesn't have a job. Like, what is it that drew you, other than your intense insecurity and need for love, to this person? Jamie, get some therapy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, man, but... <laughs> My this... God. I don't know what I thought was going to happen with this storyline, but it wasn't this. <laughs> <laughs> well, because at the beginning, like we've said before, they kind of made it out like, oh, Jamie's this gold digging, like suspicious, weird person. And then as we're watching the story unfold, it's like, oh, Chris is a fucking meth head. So when Chris was in pain and didn't like want to go to that 
shopping market or wherever they were going. Was that like withdrawal? I think that's why she was in bed all that time. Like she was sick and in pain because she didn't have her medication. Oh my god! But then she's like, oh, I'm out here doing like yard work and all of a sudden, like you couldn't get out of bed in Colombia, but now you're doing manual labor all over town to the point where you can't even pick up your phone because you're so busy working. Okay. Yeah. You can't talk to your literal wife because even though you don't have an actual job, you're just picking up odd jobs here and there. You're just hustling. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And like a true abusive partner, she gets furious and of being acute i'm not having this conversation i'm walking away just okay y'all are both fucked up stay in your countries stay in your respective countries like leave each other alone i agree but the next episode looks really good i'm excited i know i i'm excited too i can't wait to watch it i wish sometimes i wish i could binge this show but I just wish that the episodes were a little shorter. They are pretty long. The length is a little yeah. ridiculous. It's literally like watching a full movie. Yeah, it is long. And so I haven't been watching them like immediately like I used to because it is. It's like a time investment. But I do really enjoy watching Pillow Talk for the show, too. I love you Talk. should watch uh, the Jackson Brittany pillow talk that's on peacock i i can't get it here for vanderpump yeah it's called like watch with jacks and Brittany. they're like and it's just the two of them yeah and they're doing watch alongs for like this current season oh my gosh okay that sounds fantastic Ooh. i mean i wish it was just jacks though because Brittany just annoys me she has this like hillbilly cackle after everything she says yeah right honey (laughs) i don't see like the thing between them i don't get it really because he just they just seem very different but i guess opposites tracked on their podcast because i listened to the first episode they both said that he hit on her first like that they were in vegas and they were at a bar and he approached her Mm -hmm. and that she didn't know who he was but the everyone is like so no no one no one believes that everyone thinks that she wanted to be on the show so she reached out to him and a strong possibility (sighs) i mean who knows it's wild that they're the only couple that's still together i know i think she's pregnant again Mm. there's another girl that's not that bright but yeah. I mean, there's no way Jax doesn't still cheat on her. Like, of come course on. Of course he does. And if he let her if she let him get away with it before, then why would he not be doing it again? I just uh, think that when you I think that when you somebody cheats and you stay with them, you've just now given them an all access pass to cheating for the rest of your relationship. You've told them like it's okay, I'll still stay with you. I really believe that. I don't know. I don't know. You need to watch The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Mm. They recast with a younger cast. Maybe I will. But right now they it's just added, like a bunch of desperate old ladies. Like They added two 
younger girls and the one girl's my age. Okay. So maybe then. But she's like so Botoxed up, like from head to toe, that like she looks so like a little older. So when she said she was born in ninety one, I was like, oh, I was not expecting her to say that. <laughs> oh my god, you mean she's, she's hot though? But she's, <laughs> but it's a little much overdone. Yeah. All right, girl, I gotta go pick up my friend, my friend, my child. I need to go pick up my child, your best friend slash <laughs> my bestie. <laughs> I mean, like, he's my bestie. I'm not his, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this has been real and fun. You guys follow us at Resting Bitch Pod on Instagram. Check the link tree in our bio for all the fun things we're talking about. You can find those amazing Amazon leggings under the link tree and our Patreon. Fun things coming up for that. And then find Justine at Shore Store Pod and the Shore Store anywhere you get your podcasts. Yes. Thanks, Julie. Love you. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye, bitches.